Hello from Old Trafford. Manchester United back in Premier League action here today, taking on Crystal Palace, the side that they defeated in the Carabao Cup earlier this week. United expected to make plenty of changes from that side that won here on Tuesday night, but of course there's a limit to how many they can actually make. The injury crisis has worsened. Ericsson and McTominay should be back in the United squad today. You'd expect one of those to even potentially start in the United midfield if, if required. But the question really is that defence. Sergio Reguilon and Lissandro Martinez will both be missing. United, of course, already without so many defensive options. Without Luke Shaw, of course, without Malassia, Wambasaka as well. So United are arguably about three of their strongest back four. So it's going to be really interesting to see. Will Amrabat play at left-back again? Of course, he's very good there in midweek. He's made an impressive start to his life in the United shirt. Of course, this time last week, he hadn't even put on the United shirt yet, to, on the pitch at least. Um, made his debut against Burnley a week ago. And that was the game, really, that set United off on this decent run. It's been two wins, two clean sheets back-to-back. -back. Yes, the opposition's not been the strongest, but last season, United's form, the backbone, really, of the entire campaign, was beating teams at home that they should be beating. And Crystal Palace, no offence to them, are another team United should be brushing to one side. Of course, we said that about Wolves. United did win that very uncomfortably. Forrest, as well, was uncomfortable, but United managed to do enough. Today, we know what Palace have. They've got some very good players who can, can punish you, but United need to show that they've got more. They need to build on these, these solid foundations. Like we said, the midfield will be influenced by the back four. I would expect Amrabat to start at left back. That leaves you with a midfield of Fernandez, Casemiro. Probably then, do you put Mount or Ericsson in? And then see who goes on the right wing as well. So it's going to be interesting to see the United side. It does feel like some of the positions are sort of choosing themselves at this moment. And of course, United are so low on options in other places that there's not much else they can do. We will bring you the full team news on the Manchester Evening News website when it drops at 2pm today and you can follow the match live with us in our blog as well. Hello and welcome back to this full-time episode of the Manchester is Red podcast. That was Rich Faye's preview from inside Old Trafford and the starting 11s have just been announced as I'm recording this. Man United's starting eleven is as follows. Onana, Dallo, Lindelof, Varane and Amrabat keeps his place at left-back. Casemiro, Mount and Fernandez make up the midfield. And it's back to a front three with Palistri replacing Hannibal on the right wing. Hoyland starting up top and Rashford off the left. For Crystal Palace, it's back to a stronger side after rotating in midweek. Anderson and Gueye are a good centre-back partnership. And Eze is always a danger off that left flank as well as Mateta being a solid Premier League striker. The next voice you'll hear will be Rich Faye's review of the game from inside the stadium, and then I will be back with my thoughts on the game, and finally we'll have Eric Ten Hag's press conference from this game. Speak to you in just a second. Full time from Old Trafford then, where Manchester United have lost 1-0 against Crystal Palace in the Premier League. It marks Manchester United's fourth defeat in their opening seven matches of the new Premier League season and it marks the worst start to a new league campaign in 34 years. A real difficult one for United fans to digest today against a side who they of course defeated and defeated very comfortably in midweek. It was a week that started quite well for United. That victory away at Burnley, that home win against Crystal Palace, two good wins, two clean sheets 
all undone. A backward step today against Crystal Palace. A Palace team who came here and did a job in United. They played really well. They stuck to their game plan. They took the lead for a, a good goal from Joachim Anderson in the first half. And United didn't really do too much to, to trouble them thereafter. At full time, there were boos. Eric Ten Hag was not happy with the officiating. United fans weren't happy with the officials and the referee either. They felt that there was a couple of possible penalty appeals. I'm sure there'll be other complaints that might you know, find the light of day in the wake of the game. But ultimately, you can't be blaming the officials. You can't be blaming the referee for United's poor performance today. And it was a poor performance, or a collective of poor performances, really, because they were there from, from front to back, really. I mean, United were limited with what they could do. Of course, that defensive, defensive crisis has continued. United were, were without Sergio Reguilon and Lissandro Martinez, as well as those, those players who were already sidelined heading into the game. And then Sofian Amrabat played at left-back. He's not a left-back. He's a midfielder. That was abundantly clear today. He was good in possession of the ball, good at moving the ball, a good passing range. But he was exploited on the left. And playing with Marcus Rashford there, who didn't offer him too much protection, he was going to be exploited and it was a, a poor foul given away by Amrabat that led to the free kick that gave Palace a lead. Casemiro was equally poor as well with some of his decision making, some of the fouls he gave away. Marcus Rashford maybe the most disappointing of all the United players, still perhaps dining off last season's glory a little bit. You know, he, he hit an outrageous output and was genuinely world class for United last season, Marcus Rashford. This season he's just not quite got going yet. His decision making's been poor, he's been a bit self selfish at times. Maybe that does stem partly from the fact that he didn't maybe fully trust his fellow forwards last season and is still stuck in the habit of having Valverde up front rather than Rasmus Hoyland. Um, Hoyland was okay, didn't really, you know, he, he had a good chance in the first half, but it was cleared off the line by Tariq Mitchell. There were a few other sort of half chances that never really quite fell his way. Garnacho, a, a bright spark from the bench, he really gave you know, that, that drive and determination. But again, the problem with Garnacho is that he is much better as an impact substitute, but it comes at a time when Man United perhaps need him to start because Facundo Palestri was given that, that role on the right wing again today and ultimately was disappointing again. It's not to single him out. I know he's a young player and he's got a lot to learn still, but this is maybe a reality check again of, of where he's at in his development right now. United got so desperate towards the end that they threw Harry Maguire and Donny van der Beek on. They'd only bring, brought on Ericsson and Marshall to try to turn the game in their favour. It didn't work. United were furious that there were a few penalty decisions that didn't go their way. There were a few VR checks that maybe were glanced over, not interrogated as much as they should have been. But ultimately, United just didn't do enough. They might want to try and find someone to blame and scapegoat, but they need to take a good hard look at themselves because it has not been good enough for Manchester United this season and this afternoon either. It was more of the same in, in all the worst possible ways. What next then? United against Galatasaray on Tuesday night, and that already has the makings of a very, very important Champions League tie. Of course, United lost against Bayern Munich in their opening match, and now they face Galatasaray here at Old Trafford again. It'll be a game that United are expected to win. They were expected to beat Crystal Palace as well. It doesn't always turn out that way. United will need a stark improvement, and yeah, their hands are tied to a degree. They will be hoping for some more positive injury news this week potentially some players returning and giving Eric Ten Hag more, uh, more options to choose from. But, you know, it's easier said than done. And ultimately, you can look at the two squads today. United should be winning that, even with their injuries. I know that they, they, they were about a number of key players 
but that Man United team should be good enough. They made such a good habit last season of beating the smaller sides at home. Crystal Palace were one of those teams. They held on with 10 men last season to beat United, to beat Palace here at Old Trafford. They couldn't do it with 11 today. They didn't deserve to win the game. A draw perhaps would have been a fairer result, but Palace did a job on them. They played well, defended resolutely. Yes, there were a few questionable refereeing decisions. Yes, Man United might feel that they were hard done by, but ultimately they've got to look in the mirror. Full time from Old Trafford, Manchester United nil, Crystal Palace won. United's fourth defeat from seven in the Premier League, their worst start to a new league season in 34 years. So, 1-0 loss to Crystal Palace at home at Old Trafford. A 1-0 loss. It's not really good enough, is it? But there are three things that I noticed from that game. They are all negatives, I'm afraid. The mentality is just so weak at Man United at the minute. The players don't seem to want to play for the badge. There is not really any cohesion between the midfield and the attack and the midfield and the defence. And... There seems to be something missing in this system or in this side that wasn't missing particularly last season. This season, it's just not the same. And it's like there's a player missing that needs to fill a hole, but there isn't a hole in that team on paper at the very least. On the pitch, there's a massive hole in that team and that seems to be the mentality. It's just not there. I don't know whether that's because of the amount of injuries or the amount of players that are missing from this squad, from these match day squads at the very least, who would be in an ideal world starting, if not in contention for a start, like Sandra Martinez, an out and out first choice left back, you know, even Anthony, who's going to return next week. Maybe Manchester United just need one of these players back into the squad to be lifting the mentality and lifting the team a little bit. Rashford is just not having the same impact as he was having last season. Man United's attack, all in all, is just not where it needs to be if Man United want to get top four this season. But I think Rashford was really quite poor today. Just not good enough off that left flank. And when Garnacho was warming up, United fans inside the stadium cheered. When Garnacho came on, he was direct. He actually created a couple of chances. Maybe Rashford needs a spell on the sidelines just to sort of regain a bit of that form because last season he was so incredibly good and so incredibly dangerous off the left flank. This season, we've just not seen that form replicated at all. I do think, like I say, Man United's attack as a whole is just not where it needs to be right now. Hoyland... He does a lot of running, but he's still yet to get his first Premier League goal, which is quite... It, the longer it goes on, the more it'll become an issue for a £72 million striker. To The longer he goes without a Premier League goal, the more it's going to affect him and Manchester United. You know, you've got a striker up there who should be scoring the majority of your goals who's not scoring. That will become an issue. I am a big fan of Hoyland and I do really like the way he plays. But I do think it's going. it really, really has to change soon. And he has to get that first goal, get his account off and running in the Premier League. With the return of Anthony, we should see a bit more competition at the very least in, in the attack. Anthony should come straight back in and start off the right flank. Polistri just wasn't really at the races today. It's not really a surprise, but I do think with the return of Anthony, we might see a bit more structure to a United attack that we really do need to start seeing. And 
moving backwards into the midfield. I mean, the defence has been completely decimated by injuries, but the midfield, there's just, there is something missing. Casemiro, Mount and Fernandez started as sort of a midfield trio today. Mount has pretty much exclusively pay, played as a 10 or an 8 in his in his past, in his career. And Eric Ten Hag seems to be asking him to play a little bit more defensive as pretty much an out-and-out box-to-box 8 alongside Casemiro rather than alongside Bruno Fernandes. And it's just not really working. I do think, you know, Mount's... An underrated part of Mount's game has always been his ability to get stuck in and drive and track back. And he's a bit of an all-action midfielder, even from wherever he's starting or wherever he's playing. But we're just missing that in the Man United midfield at the minute. Bruno Fernandes has a tendency to, when things aren't going his way, he'll take pot shots. It's not helpful for Man United all the way they build up. But that's just how Bruno Fernandes operates. And... It does need to change, but Bruno Fernandes has done so much good in a United shirt that I don't think it really will. And I don't, I'm not trying to criticise Bruno Fernandes and put all of the blame at him. I just think there's often a better opportunity or a better option that he could take that he would see normally if things were going his way, like I say, and Man United were maybe creating a couple more chances and getting involved, getting up the pitch a lot more getting Bruno Fernandes involved in all of these attacks. And Casemiro still looks a little bit off it from the end of last season. Since that second red card in the Prem last season, he just sort of slowed down a bit and he seems to have not quite regained that form before that red card that we saw. And that is a shame. It was a risk bringing in an ageing defensive midfielder from a team like Real Madrid who've been so successful with Casemiro at the base of their midfield. And last season, I think he was really excellent. And I do think we'll see him be excellent again. But you've got to let me know what you think of the game, Man United fans. Get at me at Sam Hutch, M-E-N, on Twitter. And here is Eric Ten Hag's post-match press conference in full. Thank you for listening. There were some films after the final whistle there. What were your thoughts on that affair? I understand. Uh, when, when we play uh, home or, or away, and you play Crystal Palace, uh, well, we have to win. Uh, and with all the respect, and I know every game in the Premier League is difficult, uh, and you have to play your best. Uh, but I understand that the fans expecting a win, and <laughs> we didn't win, and we lost. Concerned that your season's going to be like this, kind of up and down, a couple of wins, defeat, regroup. You know, just because that seems to be the pattern so far. Yeah, of course, is that the concern, and we have to be more consistent. And uh, so this is not a demand for Man United. Uh, the demand is that we uh, we get a row of wins, and so get a, get into a series. And uh, but we have to do better than we do now. Do you know why it has been like this so far this season, why it's been up and down? Is there any main reason you can give us why, maybe? <laughs> I can give you reasons, but it's easy. Uh, uh, you will explain it as an excuse, and there are no excuses. We have to win. Yeah. 
is, is Marcus Rashford's form concern? He had such a good season last season, he's only got one goal, came off today, the crowd seems to be lifted by the Garnacho as well. Oh, I think he knows he can do better as he do now and I, I'm sure it will come. Uh, he works hard and that's what he's doing. Uh, um, he, will, he will net, he will finish um, and it will come. Uh, but it's not, um, it's not going automatic. Uh, he has to invest a lot. The team has to invest a lot around him. Um, as we have seen, today we were in the right positions but then the decision making was not good enough. And yeah, then we don't score. Uh, Steve. Yeah, it's, uh, Eric. Another home defeat. Uh, 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 this this place, you know, you know, Old Trafford used to be a fortress. Are you are you a soft touch now, Old Trafford? Because teams, lower teams, who you just rightly alluded, ex United were expected to be, are coming here and winning. Yeah. Even a big team like Liverpool, City, Arsenal, Tottenham. We've got to come here this season. Oh, we have. <laughs> we lost now two games uh, in a row uh, in the Premier League, Claire. But um, I wouldn't set that conclusion now. But we have to do better. That is definitely the case, and we have to that to show it uh, also in our body language uh, that um, Old Trafford is a is a fortress uh, that you can't get anything here, and and that. The only way you can go away here is with a lose, with a loss. So yeah, we have to do better. Yeah. You just mentioned body language, and I'm not necessarily going to suggest that Palace wanted it more, but each and every player really put in a shift today. Did you feel that you had the same from your team today? I think that I can't blame the players for that they didn't run, um, and they gave, I think, everything. And, but so in the final part, and so first and in the both boxes, we didn't do well. And we only conceded three chances, and the three chances were from set plays. So that tells me we were in control. Uh, we were often in the right position in the final part, but then, as I just explained, we didn't make the right decisions. Um, so in and off the ball. And that is, of course, very disappointing. And we have to be more clinical. We have to be more determined. So if you uh, ask me that question, yeah, definitely. We have to be more determined if you want to score a goal. So you have to show more willingness and to get more impact and to score that goal. Uh, okay, last question at the back there. Since we can push the ball into the box, but United still make some chances. Is the problem of luck? No, that's not a matter of luck. You can't, uh, you can't explain it like this. Eh? That is, um, it's the form of the day. Um, uh, from the team, I think uh, um, we we get into the right spot, and then yeah, you have to make right decisions eh, to to create more. But even eh, I think we created eh, many occasions in front of the goal, and yeah, then you have to net. And yeah, we didn't do, and I think we only can blame ourselves. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you.